0: Listening to the Park Crush Podcast. This is a Thing Park Podcast. I'm Tom, joining me as ever is Josh. Hello. Hello there, Josh. That was a slightly less enthusiastic I greeting. Was trying
1: to, I was trying to channel my inner Michael Wisner. Why would you want to do that? Because that is what the third episode of The Imaginary Story is all about. Oh, we're just
0: jumping straight in here. Oh, I just thought I, I didn't. I didn't have a chance to tell my pointless, meandering anecdote about my day. No, I, I like don't. not yeah. <laughs> So I guess we'll just move on from that. <laughs> I was going to talk about how I chucked my entire morning coffee down me this morning what? while someone important at work was telling me something important. Go on. And he didn't notice, but I did. Uh, and I just yeah. had to sort of be like, oh, right, yeah. Well, while I uh, I feel like we need to loop back around. While I cross my legs.
1: So what was the what was the important thing? Uh,
0: oh, work just related? important news stuff. Oh, you okay. know, like a, a big story that I needed to get my head around and update and... Was it just, Was it on the... Uh, I threw coffee over myself as this conversation was developing and phew, my crotch hasn't been that wet and hot <laughs> since I was in nappies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we should have just started talking about the Imagineering story. I don't know why I went down this road. You gave me the opportunity to ignore it, yep. but it was all stored up. I had it ready to go. Yeah. But we should have just cut that and let's move on. We shouldn't. <laughs> I think we should. Josh, uh, the no. Imagineering story. Yeah. How was that? Uh, episode, three on, episode 3 on Disney Plus.
1: Still going strong. Does still feel a bit like an advert for Disney World. Well, of course. Of course. It's I mean. basically
0: propaganda. Yeah. PR.
1: PR. But, um, excellent work that the Imagineers, Imagineers do, uh, obviously. Uh, so, you know, showcasing all that stuff is awesome. Uh, Michael Eisner episode, really. Right. Um,. So the, the Michael Eisner era, the the rise and fall of Michael Eisner, oh, um, including such greats as MGM, uh, Star Tours. Uh, Those are some highs,
0: yeah. I would uh, say
1: Taroterra obviously is in there I as mean, well. I mean, this
0: is all just MGM. Geez. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh,
1: then Animal Kingdom. <laughs> okay, no, um, was that not an Eisner thing? I think it was. Yeah, I don't know if we covered the whole thing because. Uh, so Eisner came in with um, another guy who I can never remember his name but he's like really important Walt uh, no <laughs> not not Walt uh, unfortunately the guy uh, dies oh. uh, he, he's in a helicopter crash because he's a, he's a madman he had a solar powered car a solar powered car yeah somewhat
0: some, what, 30 years ago or more? yeah wow yeah. What a visionary!
1: Uh, it was. I'm pretty sure it was like semi DIY as well. Like it wasn't. It didn't come solar powered. He like put them into his. Or he got someone to put them into his bonnet. That's, his solar panel, that's panels. That's ambitious and bold. Yeah, I can get behind it. Um, Euro Disney. Oh yes, uh, they track the kind of the rise and fall of Euro Disney. Um, it feels a bit like they cover it in kind of like this high esteem. Um, I guess because it's from the Imagineers. F- thinking in a way. Yeah, but Euro Um,
0: Disney was kind of not that well thought of until relatively recently, right? Yes,
1: but they saw it as they wanted it to be the most beautiful version of Disneyland slash Magic Kingdom. Right. Um, Which I think, you know, they've done an excellent job there. Discovery Land is the best. Yes. Tomorrowland.
0: Yes, I would say so. It's Um, a nice
1: castle. I think Big Thunder Mountain is the best looking,
0: at least. The Haunted Mansion... Uh, known there as Phantom Manor. Yep, I think it's also quite a scenic version of that. And Some lovely gardens. That even you walk fa- Fantasyland through. has a bit more of a sort of Germanic feel, mm. like a sort of more traditional, not quite so Disney-inspired classic fairy tale yeah. fairy tale feel. Like but, almost a bit more sort of even a bit of Brothers Grimm in there. It just feels a little bit more european for yeah they've really i feel like they, they brought that
1: uh parisian inspiration into the park yeah which is important um but obviously it does mention it it does mention how uh there was issues there they don't quite mention the fact that it was basically making a loss until like two years ago or something mm. and that it was kind of hated by quite a lot of people um it does show protests it does show uh Protesters throwing eggs at Michael Eisner, which is quite good. Michael Eisner uh,
0: now... Oh, better than, like, molotovs that the protesters in Paris have been throwing yes, more that recently. Yes, true. So yeah. it's not as bad as it could have been. Could have been a lot worse. Yeah. Uh, Michael Eisner is
1: is in there. Um, covered in eggs. Covered in eggs. Uh, no. Why were um, they
0: throwing eggs at Michael Eisner? Because... Who they... were throwing the eggs? French people. Yes. Cause... That seems excessive. Like... The <laughs> uh, theme park's not very good. So I mean, gonna... Paris is the... Well, France is with
1: eggs. probably the most left-leaning of all of the Western nations, I would say. And so they saw uh, Disney as capitalism coming in and ruining the place. Oh, it's yeah. just
0: an innocent mouse.
1: Yeah, It's uh, some really good quotes, but they're in French. Um, <laughs> so you didn't know what they were meant? Yeah. Well, How would <laughs> you know
0: they were really good quotes? There, no, Josh?
1: they put English on there as well. But it was, Oh, you mean subtitles? Yes. <laughs> uh, but the... Because like, they're on like, but the banners and stuff they're carrying. And it was like, uh, basically <laughs> abusing Mickey Mouse for being a <laughs> capitalist pig. <laughs> Which just, I thought it was quite Well, funny. I wouldn't
0: mess with Mickey Mouse. Because as we know from that more recent Mickey Mouse show, he can be quite savage. Yes. Uh, that piñata episode <sighs> has possibly oh, scarred me for life. Um, he yeah, doesn't mess around.
1: Michael Eisner, um, I don't know. He look, he's looking, obviously now he's manager of or owner of Portsmouth. Right, um, it's looking looking old. Well, he probably is old yes. at this point. I'm
0: just putting it out there.
1: But yeah, and it and it at the end of it, it go it kind of goes into the once the once the other geezer died, which I can't remember his name. Walt. No, Walt's <laughs> already dead. Basically, becomes how can we justify this on a spreadsheet rather than uh, how can we make this you know look as good as it can? And that's when this kind of theming goes out the window a little bit. Right, um, and that's near the end. Starts to take a downhill trend, and I think episode four will build on that. What you mean, get worse? Yeah, I feel like four episode four might be like a like the
0: the dark middle chapter the dark of the Imagineering ch- story. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> oh no. <laughs>
1: um, I guess that would be that. I mean, that would be when uh, everyone starts leaving to go to Universal, right? So. Uh
0: yeah. I guess we must be coming up on yeah
1: because the MGM time is. When they started building Universal, so mm. the first park.
0: But it might also cover Animal Kingdom, no?
1: Yes, I'd imagine so. So it might be, you know, well, the... yeah, because imagine uh, Animal Kingdom was built on a budget, right?
0: Mm. I get. It. Well, yes, because they they sliced half the park off essentially <laughs> before it opened.
1: But you you recommend it overall so far? Yeah, I really. How like How many it.
0: episodes are they supposed to be of this?
1: I'm assuming eight to ten. I haven't checked.
0: Right, and it's four four down or three, three down, three down.
1: The fourth one, well, the fourth one would have come out. Probably out by the time this airs. Right? Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: We did this last week. We were talking about things that would have happened by the time the episode aired. Yeah. And uh, one of those things last week was Frozen 2, Josh. But yeah. like before we dive into the theme park news, we should just briefly give our thoughts, because I think we did promise them, Josh. Yes, I think we did, yeah. Uh, I feel like you liked it less than I did. Yes. Why didn't you like it, Josh? Um, so I guess- had a snowman and a reindeer... And there was the songs.
1: I will go I will explain exactly why. Okay. So Because you hate fun. Because I ha- no, because I really like the first one. Um I would give the first one four stars. Oh out of five. Oh wow. Because that's how stars work. Okay. I would say that the story in this one was worse. The way the story was told was worse. Um I would say that the songs felt straight to like a disney channel original movie oh in comparison to the well, you first mean like one. high
0: school musical josh yeah
1: some of the best disney music you could possibly ask for well disney high school musical completely changed the uh landscape of the disney channel it certainly did
0: and that was because they were all in it together
1: yeah, it's true uh yeah i felt like the songs are a bit derivative to be honest i
0: i actually think there are a couple of uh low-key bangers in there josh just low key. Yeah, I mean, like, I actually do think "Into the Unknown" is good, but although that's the one that Disney clearly think is the song, because it's the one that if, gets it, the cover over the credits. Yeah. From I feel Panic like Panic at the Disco. Panic at the Disco. Panic, which, which is quite a good cover Panic actually. Disney. That guy's got range.
1: Yeah, that does, he does. Uh, have you seen him doing the Duck
0: I haven't, thing? but that sounds like something I need to see. That's really good. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, but no, I haven't seen that, but. I actually think uh, Show Yourself is my favourite song from Frozen 2. Yeah, which one? Show Yourself again? Uh, it's the one where she goes into uh, the underground plot layer. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, yeah. No. Without getting into spoilers, oh. my, my main complaint with Frozen 2 is that it feels like there's 40 minutes to go when it turns out there's only 15 minutes to go. Yeah. And part of the way they get around that is that Elsa basically goes into this plot dungeon.
1: In, a cin- watches a film.
0: Where she goes into this cavern, watches a movie, and then yeah. comes out again and the film's almost over. And yeah. it feels like, hang on a minute, we just had about 40 minutes of plot told in a previously <laughs> yeah. on. She, she watches Within the, the film. She watches the director's cut of Frozen <laughs> 2. <laughs> yeah, it's quite odd. But the song she sings in there is so good. Uh, in my view, and I, I also like. Yeah, well, um,
1: that I I think that song is trying to be Frozen one, but feels like a pub singer song.
0: Oh, I tell I you, if like I went I'm down on, to the I feel pub, like I'm a judge if, if on I went down in the pub in Dartford and heard people singing like that, I'd be very impressed. Uh, sure. On Monday
1: we went to see Knives Out, um, which we, I guess we don't need to talk about. No, it's but nothing it, to do with theme park, but it is excellent. But while I was waiting for you guys, it was very good. Um, they were playing the Frozen two soundtrack. In the cinema lobby, on repeat.
0: Well, (laughs) don't know about you. I've had it in the car. I've had it on in the car every day on
1: the way to work, Josh. I felt like I had. I was going to kill myself. I I thought I was going to pull a knife out.
0: But anyway, yeah, I I quite like Frozen Two. Still, certainly, certainly a a gorgeous film visually. I quite like the songs overall. And uh, I think most importantly, the
1: kids are going to enjoy
0: it. I forgave the plot. Rushing to its conclusion overall, because I thought it was a little more ambitious and interesting than the yeah. first one, which was doing something pretty safe, pretty well. Mm. I would say.
1: I don't. Uh, I don't suppose you, you listened to Komodo Mail this year, this week. I have not. Uh, the Frozen Two stuff. I uh, He didn't. Komodo didn't really like it.
0: That was last week. Maybe.
1: Yes, but they've done uh, correspondence ah. this week. Um, mixed, even with the kids. Right. Some kids really don't like it. Some kids love it.
0: Well, some kids suck, Josh. Yes, and they also love Frozen too. Uh, oh, well, they can count me among their friends. <laughs> uh, anyway, yes, that's your uh, that's your cinema trip report for this yeah. week. Uh, uh, also, uh, oh, oh, Jeff Goldblum oh. still crazy. Oh, you're watching that as well on yeah. the Disney Plus. Yeah. What's he been talking about this week? Uh, tattoos this week. All right. Yeah. Was it better or worse than the ice cream episode? Uh. Worse, worse. Well, I just—I well, don't care are about tattoos. Tattoos enough. worse than ice cream overall. I would personally, yes. Yeah. What well, if you got some a tattoo of? Tattoos of an ice cream. Oof. If you could get a tattoo of one ice cream, what ice cream would it be? <laughs> oh, uh, would it be my,
1: my My first love was caramel choo choo. Oh. Back in the day, because the uh, caramel—where would you they, get that? They're tattoo? circular now, but they used to look like tr- uh, trains. On your choo-choo?
0: On my (laughs) choo-choo. Family show, top. Let's move on. The news, Josh. The news. Have we got any emails, first of all? No. Okay, breaking news. No emails. (laughs) Next up tonight, Rise of the Resistance, Josh. Oh. This is a Star Wars theme park attraction. I don't know if you've heard of it. Oh, yeah. This big thing came out earlier in the year, or opened, something called Galaxy's Edge. It's going to be bigger than the... Film. It opened uh, at be Disneyland film. and then
1: it opened at Walt Disney World. The Mandalorian is still very good. Oh, all right. Sorry, I keep, keep, uh, keep derailing.
0: Yeah, well, d- Disney Plus. Which, yeah. d- Josh, you're not. How do you even watch this stuff? Disney Plus isn't out until the 31st of March. Let's keep this Caramel Chucho rolling, Tom. <laughs> Rise of the Resistance, Josh. It opens as of recorded. Well, it opens between this podcast coming out and next week's podcast coming out oh. at Disney World, at Disney Hollywood World. Studios. Yeah. So, somewhat confusingly, Galaxy's Edge opened first at Disneyland, but they get the marquee ride second. They don't get yeah. Rise of the Resistance till the New Year. Screw you, guys, in California! Indeed, seems to be the case. Now, I, I would I would assume Walt Disney World is a bigger deal for Christmas for most people, so I, I guess it makes sense for them if they feel like they can only get one version of the ride done for Christmas to make it the more tourist-heavy um, of the of the parks. Yeah, I don't know um, if it's
1: easier to work on it, the Disney World one because there's less limitations,
0: maybe. don't know.
1: Um, so it's easier to get done in a quicker time. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know the uh, labour laws no. in California and all that.
0: Be. Uh, well, why don't you know, Josh? Sorry. you meant to do your research. Yeah, I'll do I've that. been at work all day, but you've had all day to hey, do the reading. I went, to Cos- I went to Costco earlier, so... You went to Costco? Or did you stock up on what, like sausage rolls or something? No,
1: that's Booker's. Oh, damn. Neither of them are sponsored, by the way. Um... Main, mainly cake, mainly cake. Cake, cake. Any anything in particular? Uh, we got these small uh, Victoria sponges. I say small, they're like hand what, size.
0: What did you get these for? It's uh, not really cake season. It's to, it's mince pie season to, to at to this eat. point, isn't it? Mince uh, pies, yule logs, that kind of thing. We got a box of six. Uh-huh. Uh My
1: parents and I had one each for <laughs> lunch. Fair. And we we're going to have one each for dessert. <laughs>
0: yeah. I've probably I've got my own a mince pie for my posting a oh, treat today. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's it's fair to crack those open. Got just some for that. Short, chocolate chip shortbread biscuits as well. Oh, very nice. Yeah, they're very nice. What's the best thing park cake? We know what the best thing park pastry uh, is generally. It's the Islands of Adventure cookie. I don't think I've had cake at a theme park. At a theme park flan. That's not really a cake. No. Yeah, I'm not sure I've had cake. Because generally I, I go ice cream. Mm. Um,
1: or if I'm feeling fancy, a uh, some sort of tart or uh, oh. cheesecake. But I guess cheesecake also doesn't really count. I haven't, also haven't had it at a theme
0: park. I've had it at Disney Springs. Oh. Anyway, Josh, I wouldn't recommend having cheesecake before you go on Rise of the Resistance. Based on what we know about this ride, Disney put out what I assume to be the final promotional video... Yeah. For the ride, where they show off in sort of very fleeting glimpses. Really odd way. Kind of the overall structure of the ride, though. Yeah. You know, like... Well, like, you know,
1: film trailers are showing off the whole film these days, so why not show off the whole ride? Well, yes, I guess so. But they they
0: show you... uh, They show... You get a very clear look at the ride vehicle. It's very very Ratatouille. Yeah. Thomas Tank Engine shaped, right? uh, Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Uh, You have your own little astromech droid at the front. Uh, we see you go into a big Imperial Star Cruiser hangar, uh, where there are stormtroopers everywhere. Lots of the buggers, certainly. And that's it gonna, seems that's like it's going to cost a lot to uh, pay for all them cast members. Well, there's one scene where there's clearly just a big squadron of stormtroopers standing there. Do you think those are people or are they animatronics? Um, they're it was a bit they're real to stormtroopers, t- Tom. Are they? Is that pre-show stuff or is that on the ride stuff? That's pre-show. Pre-show. That's yeah.
1: That's when you arrive. On the uh It's hard to tell ship. because,
0: I mean, Disney animatronics are such a high standard, especially when they really go for it. Uh, they're definitely going to be audio animatronics. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and they're going to be even more convincing than they would normally because, obviously, they don't have to worry about faces. Yeah, easy. So it's all on movement. And, you know, you think of, like, the Navi uh, on Avatar. Yeah. On the boat ride. What's that one called? River Journey or something yeah. boring like that. Navi's River Journey. Yeah, and... Um, Han- who's the guy on smugglers run is it hanzo or something uh yeah Holdo? handu hanbi bambies uh yes yeah. yeah uh he's also very nuanced in terms of his movements and very realistic so the idea of the stormtroopers moving with that degree of uh realism yes uh would i i imagine would make them look very convincing indeed yeah uh, the only <laughs> thing i have i think i have an issue
1: with is that most of this Quote unquote ride mm. is Q.
0: Oh, yeah. they're, they're I mean, they, they are saying it's like a 20 minute experience. Yeah. And I think, in terms of actually how long you're in the ride vehicle, it's probably like five or six minutes. Yeah. But yeah, there's going to be a significant pre show. I mean, or, you know, whether pre show is the right word for it, I don't know. But I, I like all that stuff on Avatar, for example. Yeah. Uh, the first time doing that, I thought was good fun. I can imagine it maybe getting a little stale. Um, yeah, if I mean, you've done it a lot of times, but the queue's
1: can... so long that you're not. It's not like you're doing it four times a day or something, is it? Sure,
0: but I guess I mean, Universal. I don't know. It, you Think of it in the same way as like the Forbidden Journey. Where, when do you consider the queue on that to become almost pre-show? I guess it's when you're in the castle and you're starting to see the projections of characters. I
1: guess. I mean, I, I've never considered any of that pre-show personally. I because it's so. It feels like you're being filtered through. Yeah, because like you can walk straight past it. You never be... get
0: held to watch things, right? Yeah. With Rise of Resistance, I get the impression that you're, it's going to be more like you're held here to watch yeah. a thing. More like a uh, supercharged. Yeah, or, or even the Gringotts. Yeah. Where you do or get held to watch Bill and the...
1: Rollercoaster Tycoon.
0: Not Rollercoaster Tycoon.
1: <laughs> Rock and Coaster. Yes. Uh, Tower of Terror, even.
0: Yeah, for sure. So I think there's going to be a lot of that, and I imagine that some of the actors from the new movies have filmed scenes for this. Yeah. Uh, in terms of who actually shows up on the ride itself, I mean, Kylo Ren, we we know about. In yeah. This new video, we have Scott Trowbridge talking us through some of it, and he outright says you'll be uh, you'll have an encounter with Kylo Ren. He says lightsabers. He does. There has been suggestions that Ray will be involved. I don't know whether it's a pre-show thing and she's like briefing you, or if she turns up on the ride and kind of saves the day. It's kind of hard to say, really, mm. um, is, how that might play. I out. I hope Mace Windu turns up. Uh, you'd imagine. You imagine John Boyega's probably involved. Well, he probably lost the script somewhere. So. You probably think. Did yeah, he, you'd imagine all three of them. You know, uh, Oscar Isaac as well is probably somewhere. In he's there. just hanging around yeah. outside. He's just on every other ride vehicle. Yeah. Once the movie, now that the movies are done, he's going full time into the uh, uh, cast member. <laughs> he's, he's just going to sit there. Hey guys. Yeah. Hey there, Poe here. Anyone um, see my X-wing? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's it seems like you get captured, then you get put on this vehicle, and then you're making your way out. You get a brief glimpse of the scene with the full size eighty eighties. You get a brief glimpse of the scene where it looks like a lightsaber is being cut through the ceiling above you. Be interesting to see what kind of effect that is because it sounds potentially really cool.
1: The goddamn AT-AT outside Star Tours used to spray water. It's in the Imagineering story. Does Sorry. that not
0: undermine the threatening visage of the AT-AT? Um, how, how refreshing water? would that be? No, I get. I mean, it's kind of cool. I guess cooling off by getting sprayed by an AT-AT sounds kind of sensual to be you, honest. Uh, Mrs. <laughs> anyway um, yeah what did you make of this video do you expect to see any more before launch opening no 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 uh, do you reckon the cast show up for the opening next week in Florida or this coming uh, week I I mean I, they had who'd they have there for the Galaxy's Edge opening there Mark Hamill Palm. Harrison Ford uh, yeah, Lando was there Billy D, I think he was, was, it, was there yeah George Lucas was there George Lucas was there Um, um yeah. man, I think it would make sense to have the new cast there Chewie was there in spirit yeah have, I, I, yeah, I would. Have, I mean, especially now we're we're fully approaching promotional marketing mayhem period for the movie. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's a safe bet that Daisy Ridley and Oscar Isaac, John Boyega, you reckon? You reckon? You reckon? Adam Driver. Yeah.
1: I would. Lo- Adam Driver. I'd love to meet Adam Driver. Seems he seems like, like a cool guy. Yeah, I, I just want to have a conversation with
0: him. Yeah. Yeah. I like his watch adverts. I don't think I've seen his watch adverts. Yeah. He does mm. watch adverts. There's what? a big billboard with him on. I don't know if it's still there, but it was there most of the summer at Charing Cross. Oh, okay. Just Adam well, I don't Driver go wearing a showing off a watch.
1: I don't go through Charing Cross,
0: so I don't really pay. Ah, you're missing out. Yeah, and a few times missing I have out. haven't paid attention. Well, divert next time and see if Adam Driver's still there showing off his watch.
1: That's a long diversion.
0: But it's Adam Driver showing yeah, off his watch, true. Josh. If it's you're true. a true fan, you go and do it. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, and there's no. I am a true fan. You certainly are. Yeah so yeah that's Rise of the Resistance it's opening this week at Disney World and it's opening in January at Disneyland California uh, I'm sure it'll come to the London Resort eventually no doubt yeah Yeah. Uh, so yeah get hyped I certainly am yeah. shoot for four hours and yeah. then uh, are you gonna are you gonna spoil yourself when it opens are you gonna watch oh yeah POVs and stuff oh yeah yeah love it love POVs me <laughs> of theme park rides speaking of theme park rides here's another one Josh oh hit me just getting some TLC it's Snow White. tender love and care. Snow White's... Is it Snow White's Scary Adventure is the full name of the ride? Is that? Yeah. Oh, that's I the wrong think one. that's correct. Um, you were on the right story. Now yep. you've flipped over to the wrong story. Deary, deary me. So this is for uh, Disneyland, unfortunately. There's no word on uh, the Disney World. This is still at Disney World, right? This is still at Magic Kingdom, Snow White. No, I don't think... It, no, wait, is it? No,
1: is that... Disney, it's at Paris
0: yeah is it is it still at Disney World Josh Google this (laughs) I can't remember because obviously they brought in the the Seven Dwarves Mine Train so do they want to double up on Snow White there I always liked the Snow White ride there was the bit where the witch looked like she was going to push a boulder on you and then didn't but I must admit, I cannot remember if it went. I I, I struggle to remember uh, pre New Fantasyland and post New Fantasyland in terms of what was new after Formally. New Fantasyland. So it's not a Magic Kingdom anymore. No. Okay, got you. Oh well, that would explain why they're not upgrading that version. Uh, twenty twelve, it closed. Twenty twelve. Okay, that's oh, been gone ages. Yeah, but it's twenty twelve. Those were good times,
1: Josh. Still at Paris. Uh, obviously, it's in. I can't. I'm not going to say that because that sounds rude. <laughs>
0: Um so <laughs> at Tokyo as well. <clears throat> cool. Um, so the upgrade only concerns the the California version. Imagineers are implementing state of the art audio and visual technology throughout the attraction, including new music, uh, LED black lighting, <laughs> state of the art laser projections, and a new animation system. The exterior of the attraction and LEDs. will be completely refreshed with new fairy tale inspired details. To complement the nearby charming Sleeping Beauty Castle, I, I wonder to what extent the renovation affects what's already there. Like you think of some of the tech they use on the uh, dwarves on the Mine Train ride, the projection map oh, faces. Yeah. Whether or not that could be brought into this one, I guess pretty, so. All the animatronics on those classic Fantasyland rides are, you know, they're they're twee. But they're not... They are tweet. They're very old and quite basic yes. at this point. Oh, it was open in 55. Uh, yeah, it's Originally. very old, this ride. So, I think they could probably do with some love. It just depends to yeah. what extent they are doing this upgrade. I mean, they haven't announced how long it will be shut for, only that it will close on the 6th of January. Um Makes sense because then you know the enormous queues it generates can just shift over to uh, Rise of the Resistance. Yeah, um, makes sense. You know, was it snow when we were in Paris last year? Was it snow white that had the kind of re- Day- like Day the Peru. truly impossibly long queue that was seemingly nonsensical? Or was that something else? Uh, Peter Pan, Peter Pan always has a ridiculous queue at Magic Kingdom. I, I never understand. I don't get it either. I don't think it's the best Fantasyland ride, I don't think it's the best of its type. People love ah! London. I think it's the best. Because the Yanks yeah.
1: love London, Josh. I I think it's the best personally. Peter Pan is that London boy though. London boy, yeah. yeah. He goes to the pub, watches some rugby. <laughs> he certainly does. Yeah. Uh I mean he could
0: do that I ridiculous. Like the flying. I like the flying element. Y E. E.T.'s good as well. He could do that ridiculous uh. Have Taylor you seen Swift? the Sky Advert? I would say. No, I haven't. Well everyone keeps saying this is a Sky Advert, but I don't think it is. I think it's like an Xfinity or Comcast advert. That's just been rebranded to Sky. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Because I kept here. I saw on Twitter uh, American people that I follow talking about the ET advert. Right. And I didn't watch it. I don't know why, but yeah, I, I noted it. Yeah. And then I saw people at work saying, have you seen the ET advert? And I was like, oh, wait, what is this? Wait, what? And then people saying, oh, it's a Sky advert. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, this makes sense all of a sudden then. If it's a Comcast ad in the U.S., it yeah. strikes me as though we've just nicked it, rebranded it. But I haven't seen it yet, so I should probably watch. maybe watch both versions and have a look and it's, see if they are the same. It's Elliot. Yeah, I know. It's actual Elliot. Well, I, d- I wrote a story uh, maybe a month ago about Elliot, the actor, getting into some sort of... Uh, it was some driving offence. Riding and, a bicycle under the influence. <laughs> <you? laughs> yeah. When the police came after him, he was convinced <laughs> he was flying away. <laughs> You can't catch but, me. <laughs> in fact, he was stuck in the
1: highway. <laughs> da, 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 da.
0: <laughs> Check your local news
1: outlet because that's yeah. not
0: us. Yeah, it's definitely not us. Don't come to us for news unless it's about theme parks. And even then, it's questionable whether <laughs> we should be considered a completely reliable source. Um, well, we're definitely not a completely reliable source. Mm. Uh, so, one line, I guess, maybe the most notable line, other than what we just read out about the improvements in terms of the tech, is that Disney is. Um, Promising more happily ever after in this version of the ride. Obviously, the ride may be notable for being one of the darker uh, in- entries in the in the Fantasyland lineup. It's are they going to
1: scary in the name? Are they going to project other films into the ride, like the fireworks show? Because the fireworks show is called Happily Ever After, and they've ruined it by just projecting scenes from films onto the castle. Well, like they do in Paris. We, oui. I, I really don't like it. I, I just think it detract- it's Lazy.
0: Yeah, it, it as a nerd I was kind of into it at the time, but yeah. then yeah, you are just watching trailers mm. projected in a novel way. Trailers for films that I've already seen. Yes, exactly. Uh yeah, I'd rather watch a sort of more bespoke fireworks display. Yeah. Or or you know whatever.
1: Again, I'll say the best way to watch that show is from the top of uh the contemporary.
0: Ah, Walt's favorite spot yes. to watch the fireworks. Yeah. Well, if it's Walt's favourite spot, it should be everyone's favourite spot. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm interested to see exactly how extensive the uh, renovations are here. Because um, the ride is, what is it, getting on for 60 years old or even older than that?
1: Older than that, right? Yeah. 65? Yeah. Boy, oh boy. It'll be 60, Yeah, 65 next year. Hmm. Uh,
0: all right. Well, that's Snow White getting an upgrade starting next year at Disneyland, but no word on when it will be reopened. Never. Uh, (laughs) Never. It's just a long-term closure. (laughs) Yeah. Um, We'll have to wait and see. I think that does it, Josh. Yeah. Not a whole lot going on this week, but this time next week we'll have the first reports from Rise of the Resistance, so I'm quite excited by that. Get hyped. Yeah. And then it's almost Christmas. Yeah, where's the time gone?
1: I guess. Uh, happy belated Thanksgiving for those I of guess. Those that are American listeners. I
0: guess so. Yeah. 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 What are you thankful for this year, Josh? Um, the fact that we get to do this podcast every week, Tom. I mean, no one's technically giving us permission. We just do it. Yeah, I know, but I'm still thankful. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. Oh, well, I, I'm I'm moderately thankful. And
1: also. I'm thankful for all our lovely, lovely listeners. How many are there?
0: Dozens of us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, if you are listening to this and want to email the show you can mm. podcast at parkrush.com yeah that is the email Please. Um, i mean josh you said we didn't have any emails that's a lie because we did get one yesterday twitter sent us a verification code yeah that's true yeah, yeah because we're on twitter we're on twitter um it's at parkrush podcast i don't know how i feel about plugging that yet because it's kind of dormant I wouldn't say it's necessarily up and running yet. Well, go follow all of our great clips. Technically, we are on Twitter, but we're not on Twitter. We're on there. We're there. It's on Twitter. It's happening. We have an account. I wouldn't say we're on Twitter just yet. Get involved. But we're coming. Yeah. Uh, We are on Instagram, and you can find every episode of the show. uh, If you want to catch up, find handy playlists, that kind of thing, at parkcrush.com, or you can subscribe via... Uh, Wherever you normally like to get podcasts, whether that's iTunes or Spotify or somewhere else. Until next week, thanks very much for listening. Take it easy. Goodbye. Ciao.